0: It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's
1: uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. How he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die!
2: That just shows that they didn't come to play
1: they really come to play here at the MCG tonight. Hello and welcome to another edition of They Came to Play, the podcast where Danny McGinley and I, that's Anthony limo Lehman work our way <laughs> I didn't know Limo was your middle name. Is it that is, why we it, call you that? It <laughs> is indeed. People think it's a nickname. It's my middle name. Where Danny McGinley and I uh, limp our way through the weekend of football and trying to explain... What happened and why, as we pluck out a few of our own personal highlights, and boy, is there a spring in his step today. Hello, mate.
0: Mate, it's the perfect ladder right now for me, because we've got uh, the Bulldogs on top, fantastic. Richmond back in their natural habitat after a few blip years. Back at ninth.
1: Is that... Are we the only ones that are enjoying that, shouldn't
0: they? Oh, no. No. I
1: can't... is being enjoyed broadly?
0: It's, well... I don't think anyone really cares about it, but Richmond fans are getting so angry when you point it out they go, "Well, oh,
1: we got three flags. Hey, shut up, shut yeah, up." Yeah, we
0: go, oh, "Well, yeah. I'll just—I think I'll just enjoy this a little
1: more." Right, I'm familiar with that defensiveness. I've—I've <laughs> I've often wielded out as a Hawthorne fan. Oh, you? How many flags have you got? Yeah, it's—it's
0: it's a bit—it's uh, it, a bit. Check your privilege. It's because yeah. uh, you know there's actually not much we could say uh, in response. Like, no, you didn't actually win them. It's no, there's yeah. nothing there. But it's uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's all we have. It's the banter. It's the natu- It's the whole point
1: of footy, really. It is all a bit of fun. So the Bulldogs are top. Richmond are ninth, which we love. That yes. just puts a smile on our faces. And I'm going to argue with your perfect ladder because I think your perfect ladder would have Hawthorne at the bottom, Hawthorne a second to the bottom.
0: Yeah, well, the more I think about that, though, the more time I spend with you, the more I realise you want to be on the bottom. So this is oh. actually a perfect ladder for <laughs> me. Right. In fact, uh, I'd say what would be better for me is if you actually jumped about three spots. I think that's what we need. I I need Hawthorne around 13th. No, no, (laughs) See,
1: see, see, this is working for me. (laughs) What a horrible arrangement that would be. I
0: think I'd like, hmm, who would I want on the bottom? Who do I want to get a good draft pick? Maybe Frio. Frio on the bottom. So apologies to
1: Frio fans. I don't want you to be on the bottom for long. I just want you to get a good draft pick. Well, hang on, Danny. Hang on just a second. Surely the Gold Coast Suns, they could use a top 10 draft pick. Absolutely, Have they had any... Over the course of the last 10 years? <laughs> Over the journey? Yeah. I'm not sure. Well, I think they do, but then they leave after 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, well, let me look at the ladder. I'll tell you what I would change. What's your um, perfect ladder? Do you my, remember when you were a
0: kid and you used to oh, ride out your ladder?
1: All, all the, the time. Man, have you? when all was the last the time, time you did
0: it? It's actually quite therapeutic.
1: Uh, oh, look, I, haven't done, I can't remember.
0: Well, you get, you get one of those, I think they're like five or six bucks, magnet ladders from Coles. Mm. You get those? That's a fun afternoon for you
1: and lad. I do it mentally all the time though. Like yeah. every week I do it where I I, ch- I choose who I want to win based on how I want the ladder to look at the end of the round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what I love at the moment about this ladder is the bottleneck between fifth and second. Yeah. Or really fifth and top. There's one game between you and Geelong. Which yeah. I Which I love. That excites me. And then – Then there's sort of Sydney and West Coast just being flaky and annoying in the middle there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, There's Sydney... Sydney will play finals. Like West Coast blood, that West Coast could miss out.
0: And West Coast are very much becoming. Uh, do you, you know Sam Pang's nickname in footy that oh, we the, often bring up on front is bar? Is it the,
1: the Orchid? The Orchid, because it needs absolutely
0: yeah. perfect conditions to thrive. West Coast are proving them to themselves to do that. Unless they are playing yeah. at a full Optus Stadium or against Carlton, they are no hope.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. So I would so, – see, I look at the ladder now, and I love this bottleneck down here, 9, 10, and 11, Richmond, Frio, St Kilda, all on the same wins. Yeah, And Gita is just half a game ahead.
0: And Essendon as well in So there. this
1: weekend, what I would love is I would love West Coast to drop out of the eight. Yeah. And I'd love Fremantle or St Kilda to go into the eight.
0: Do you know what's interesting? Carlton and St Kilda are, you know, coaches under pressure – you know what's going on. Mm. That club is a chamozzle. Essendon on the same amount of wins as Carlton. The success story,
1: yeah. <laughs> isn't it amazing? <laughs> it really, it really is uh, funny how we uh, draw up our narratives in AFL. So this weekend, I would love St Kilda, Free Richmond, and GWS to win, and I'd like Sydney and West Coast to lose. That way, after the next round, you'll have Sydney on thirty six points. Okay, right? Yep. You'll have GWS on thirty four. Then on 32 points, you'll have West Coast, Richmond, Fremantle and St Kilda. What an exciting bottleneck.
0: Man, that's good. In the
1: race for the eight.
0: That's when you want to uh, advertise your company on the ladder predictor on AFL because oh, that's getting yes. a
1: workout. Smart. You definitely <laughs> want to do that. And then down at the bottom, bloody Collingwood could have won yesterday. Seriously. Yeah. Oh, that was frustrating. What are they doing? Yeah. Um, I did a spot at the Collingwood President's Lunch. Yeah, now I yes, saw sir. that. How are you doing in enemy territory? Yeah, I was invited into enemy territory. Hey, did I see you performing with a mask on? No, 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 I I don't, no, no. I wore, I had to wear my mask. Just some of that out of embarrassment, crazy. I assume. <laughs> 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 I had to wear the mask. While I walked to the stage Right And then I could take it off Once I was on the stage <laughs> Like a little strip show. Yeah, yeah, yeah Just a little <laughs> Who's in you the- can, They're changing the song To you can leave your mask on Instead of <laughs> Instead of you can leave your hat on
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah Going the full Monty now Is like Oh, I saw his nose yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm going to make a note about Leave Your Mask On. That's going to be a, to be a radio segment. That's good gear. Uh, in, uh, in a couple of weeks. Leave Your Mask On. Right. Anyone listening to SAFM next week will hear that song parody. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is it, do you do a lot of male stripper gear on SAFM, Brecky? Oh, this will be the first. <laughs> All right.
0: They so, do love a lot of nudity in, in radio because, you know, you can get away with it.
1: You can get away with it. I was reminded recently... By, it might have been by Tom Witty about how much nude work I used to do on the project. Oh, yeah, you for, did do For sketches on Friday. Nearly every week, they'd have me getting my gear off for a sketch. Understandable, mate. I, in fact, I once...
0: Now, Tom Witty a, was a producer at the project. Now, I think, at the ABC. TV guy.
1: Correct, yes. And he did. He, he was this executive producer of Australia Let's Talk. That's right. The, the You know, that recently was on the ABC. Yeah. I once did a sketch with Hamish McDonald and where we... I was naked in a bed. We filmed it at the Como Hotel. I was naked and we were in bed together, the two of us. Yeah. And it
0: was kind of like the So punch- you could have been just topless, but you went full method. Yeah, no, I was I – was, No, because I had
1: to get out of the bed. You had to see that ah, I had no clothes on. Right, right, he right. stayed in the bed. Uh, and it was a punchline to a sketch. I can't remember what. But I remember filming it just thinking, mate, you're a you're like, you've got credibility. Why are you, why are you allowing me <laughs> to muddy your good – Now he's host of the Q&A <laughs> –
0: I always loved when you did the project. I imagine like someone from overseas coming to Australia thinking you're a newsreader. Uh, <laughs> and you're there making jokes about what? bananas and yeah, look at this dickhead.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What's going on with this guy? He's laughing at a car falling in a sinkhole. And then, yeah.
0: That's good Good journalistic integrity at the project.
1: Good gear. <laughs> good gear. So um, I just would love Collingwood to win a game. Oh, d- yeah, sorry. Just We're to create a... To- Bit of distance between them and uh, between them and Hawthorne. Is there
0: anything more they came to play than me sidetracking the show with some nudity chat? <laughs> <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> On brand, it's right in our wheelhouse. We will have to. I'll have to behave myself because we're with today's episode. We are doing. Uh, we're doing in two halves. Uh, Limo had to we, – we're recording this early Monday morning because you, I assume, have some big important gig or maybe surgery or, or some sort of maybe going out with the family yeah. or something. Uh, and uh, and uh, second half, we are bringing in an actual respectable AFL journalist, Nat Edwards. I, I'm going to uh, be chatting to her. So uh,
1: what, what, it, what do you have to do? What it do is I? very exciting that Nat's on the show and I am – genuinely disappointed i won't be getting to do the pod with nat myself but great that you're doing it with her uh i yeah i can't i've got something on this afternoon oh, it that be, is must be important it is i am um and it's gonna take four or five hours oh wow yeah so i just it's just something you're building a house or i am playing golf
0: <laughs> come on Lemo. <laughs> I do all the editing.
1: I, <laughs> I, I am, upload. I bring the equipment to your house. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing golf uh, at uh, it's a Royal Melbourne. You can't right. say no to Royal Melbourne. Can you? What? What? what I don't. As in, I don't play golf. What, what's Royal Melbourne? Royal Melbourne. at one of the best golf courses in the world. Is it really? Uh, no, it is. No, no, no. They do the they do the rankings. I believe the um. What do they rank that on? Grass. Oh, I, I don't. Trees. Know. Some expert goes around and. And does it? But it's been t- it's been top twenty. Okay, on more than one occasion. How much does it cost and to go there's and a, play? There's a lot of golf courses in the world. Yeah. How much does it cost? Uh, I, I, you know, it's not a
0: it's not a working class man's game.
1: <laughs> no, well, you've. I'm going with a, someone, a friend of mine who's a club member there. Ooh. And the, I don't even know how much the membership is. I think it might be. this complete guess. Five grand a year, maybe. Ooh. I don't know.
0: So about the same as MCC.
1: Is it what the MCC is I think it's here? a lot Five now.
0: grand. I think it's a ridiculous really?
1: amount. Maybe Are you in the queue to get a membership?
0: I got a call. I got put my name down when I was about 10. Yeah. And then I got a call about 15 years later saying, hey, you're getting close. And I was like, nah, take me off. Bulldogs don't play there. I can't afford it. We play at Docklands.
1: Oh, really? Give it to someone else. Yeah. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Right. I put my name down with Laddie after he was born. Yeah. Like literally the week he was born. So we're in the queue together. Uh, and I think we're still like fifteen years away from yeah from any getting even close. But you, they do send you updates though. Every year they send an update telling you where they're at with the membership. <laughs> Does it say your your call is important to us? <laughs> no, no. It says we're just accepting now memberships to people who registered in 2000 and 2001.
0: Oh wow. Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. But you get to go to the games anyway. You don't need this MCC membership. What do you? I wondering? thought it'd
1: be nice for my son. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, let's uh, let's have a chat about some of these games. Yes, before. let's
0: go to Thursday oh. at Dockland. All right, now Richmond. I know everyone's gone. You about the price and look, I'll I'll defend Richmond fancier, which is something I don't often do. It is very complicated to get tickets, but apart from that, what the
1: hell are you doing? <laughs> go and support your club. At least you know it's school holidays. Hang on, it's not. How hard is it to get? Okay, I'll tell you. I'll tell you two stories. Right. <laughs> About Hawth the Hawthorne Port game on yep. Saturday night. All right. So my brother, one of my brothers, came over from South Australia with his son, because mm-hmm. uh, my, my nephew's moving here, and um, they went online and they bought two tickets to the Hawth. He said it took about ten minutes. He said okay. it was a piece of cake, no worries at all. And then I said, I'll wear your seats, and they were in the nosebleeds at Docklands. Fair and I said, I'll tell you what. I'll get your tickets with my membership. Okay. Right? Yep. Which will be better seats. So I went online and it took me, the hardest bit actually was sending the tickets to my brother. Yeah. That's part really of the annoying. process. Yeah. But it, took, it was a piece of cake. Honestly, okay. he right. took him five minutes to just buy normal tickets and it took me five minutes to get my membership tickets. So, uh, Richmond fans, okay. oh, well, what's your problem?
0: Yeah, what? I mean, less than 10 grand. The last time I remember there being crowds of less than 10 grand is when Fitzroy, went in their death throws, playing at Whitten Oval... And they were, you know, just getting flogged by, you know, interstate teams. So you get the Adelaide Crows come over, they win by 150 points. And I understand the Fitzroy fans don't want to sit in the cold and and, and see that. So they were getting about 8,000. This is the end of a three-year, four-year dynasty. You've still got one of the most exciting lists in the competition. Also, Gold Coast. Why wouldn't you want to watch Gold Coast? Yeah.
1: And it's the and it's a Thursday night during school holidays. During during school holidays. Uh yeah, it's just amazing. That uh why, where were you, Richmond fans? I don't know. Where were you?
0: So I've got this. Confirms my theory though that I had a couple of weeks ago. This is about Gold Coast winning. They don't want to win at home because uh, when they kick a goal at Carrara, they get that annoying dun 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 dun, and which just would grate on your nerves every time. <laughs> It'd be like when I don't know if you're your son, uh, or you've seen teenagers doing bottle flips on trains where they flip the bottle of water and oh, try so and it lands, land. yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. just an annoying thunk sound. You never know when it's going to come, so you're just slightly on edge. Oh, yeah. All right. time. Can you imagine just knowing that at any point, dun, 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 <laughs> it's going to come on. So they they kick a goal at Docklands. There's no dun, 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 dun. They go, oh, oh
1: this is fun. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do another one. <laughs> um, and uh, bone to pick with the AFL here.
0: Okay.
1: AFL website. Crowd. Do you want to know what it says? I do. TBC. What? Just put the crowd in there. was as if you don't know what the crowd is. It was 9,700 something. Yeah, just put everyone it in, was talking. Are about they not it? putting it in because they're embarrassed about it?
0: Probably. This is this is Tess Armstrong. She's called oh. Gill. Said, "Don't put." Our club's
1: pathetic showing. What? What a
0: disgrace! That's terrible. I also loved uh, Tom Lynch missing the winner. That was great. It was. It was just a perfect <laughs> Mighty Ducks moment because he is. If the Gold Coast Suns were a movie, he would be the the kid who, in the first half of the film, is like the great, uh, you know, player for them and is the hope, and then he walks out on them to the bigger clubs. It's just he would be the absolute villain of the second half of that movie. For him to miss the winner. Oh. It was just the most Disney just movie thing ever.
1: Truly joyous. Truly joyous. Yep. And uh, the headline in the AFL uh, match report, I do, you know I love a headline. You do. Oh, yeah. What have we got? There was uh, a
0: lot of that.
1: Uh, Dynasty Done Tigers in Shock after unbelievable Boil Over. <laughs> <laughs> that is a long bow. <laughs> why not put so, well, uh, well, it's, a, it's actually a really short bow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, sun no, but, but why such a run up? Just put sun uh, yeah, well true. Yeah. You just go, yeah. If it was in or if it was in the paper, like that would be your Herald Sun headline. Yeah. Sun
0: Yeah. Sun sets uh, on Destiny. On Dynasty.
1: Oh, Sun sets on destiny. Yeah, great. Great. Anyway. Uh,
0: it was fun and uh
1: we Sun's coast to victory. Gold Coasts to victory. Gold Coast, yeah, but that doesn't quite work. (laughs) Neither of them quite work, doesn't it? Anyway, so oh, and another one here. This is attached to a video clip: the fine arts of feeding Dusty, because Arts is plays for Richmond. Arts, the fine arts. Arts, yeah, he's one of the Jake Arts. Really? Yeah, (laughs) but you know the fine, the but, I mean, it makes sense. Fine I'm not saying it's feeding. great. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, middle of the machine, <laughs> lighting up your screen. Uh, so, oh, what about this? Skipper swallows up opportunity with uh, Ripper. Yeah, nah, nah, terrible. Yeah. <laughs> this is as good as it got. Uh, and uh, and good to see uh, King. Which King is it? Uh, is, it is it Max ben. or is it ben, ben? Oh, ben? No,
0: ben? No, Ben is St Kilda. Hang on. Oh, jeez. Ma- I know, know,
1: see, I get confused.
0: Anyway. But they and, are identical. And this is the first time in history identical twins have beaten the reigning premiers in uh, subsequent weeks. Mm, yeah, which is exciting. Good, good stat. Thank you. Max King is St Kilda. Ben King is.
1: We need a way to. Wait. How are we going to remember that? Max okay. St Kilda. Uh, Max Saints. Max, Saint, uh, and Saint Maxim. Is there a Saint Maximilian? Uh, possibly,
0: but we don't. You know, we're not really across our our Catholicism. Ben.
1: All right, Ben Gold Coast. Uh, ben Gold. Is there some golden Ben? Ben Johnson won gold in 100 metres. Now we're talking. Yes. And got done for drugs, which is a very Gold Coast thing. Yes. Drugs on the Gold Coast. There ben we go. Johnson,
0: Ben King. There we go. All right. right. And uh, Max, uh, rent is at a maximum in St Kilda. Hey, uh, There we go. Yeah. You All can't. Right.
1: Yeah. And house prices <laughs> are at a maximum. Rent is at a maximum. Yeah. The SB, you can't get in because it's full. It's maximum occupancy. Everywhere's maxed out. In fact, they had a dance party in St Kilda on the weekend. Yeah. Where they exceeded their maximum capacity. And they got in trouble There we go so everything's to the max. It's not as good as Ben, but we'll go, yeah. Well, we can lean on the Ben one to get the max one. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. So Ben Johnson, drugs, Gold Coast. There we go. Good thinking. Well okay. done. Good meeting, everyone. <laughs> well done. Are we still recording? We're, okay, this is this is actually going out as part of the pod. Uh, okay, let's go to the next game. <laughs> Nat Edwards, we're not even up
0: to Nat Edwards doesn't
1: know why, but she's just left the building. <laughs> uh, Geelong Essendon. Yes. I was, Friday night, I was... At a gig in, um, uh, Oh, here we go. Yeah, actually, yeah. Tell the tell
0: the listeners where what sort of uh, what sort of gigs that Anthony Lima yeah. Lehman's getting booked for. So
1: I was in Trawogan on Friday night for the Master Builders Association Awards night.
0: Oh, I thought this this was your fancy pants one in Sandringham.
1: Oh no, that was lunchtime Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I did the Sandringham Club at lunchtime Friday, and then I got in my car and I drove to Trawogan. Wow! So the, you
0: played? He played the Sandringham like gentlemen's club, like this very fancy hoi polloi, bourgeoisie people, and then you went to the Torrington for the builders, then and then I
1: went to a man
0: of the people. You're doing the, everyone, I'm a
1: man of the people, and then the Collingwood Football Club on Sunday. Yeah! Wow!
0: What a what a sliding scale. <laughs> <laughs> He's off to play a ghetto next.
1: <laughs> um, and I was sitting at a table with Geelong fans and Essendon fans, just oh. as, as luck would have it. That's fun uh, on the night. And Essendon came out of the blocks really nicely. And, gee, and all the neutrals on the table were barricaned for Essendon. Yeah. It was Even exciting. including me. <laughs> really? Yeah. You were anti-Geelong. I was anti-Geelong. This is huge. I was anti-Geelong. And I'll tell you what, they started beautifully.
0: Yeah, Stringer was uh, doing well. I was at I was at a uh, dinner with uh, with some mates and one's an Essendon fan so he just had the TV uh, his phone just going yeah and uh, yeah he was all up and about for a bit and then it quietened right off for that Darcy Parish though he has now won the Anzac medal. Uh, The Uykin medal for best on ground in the uh, Dreamtime. Oh, yeah. And the Tom Wills medal for the, for some reason, Geelong and Essendon play. I think, isn't that the country clash or something? Oh, yeah, 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 some weird country thing. Yeah, yeah. so is that, okay, there's two aspects to that. One, how awesome is Darcy Parrish having a a breakout year, best on ground in all these big matches? Second of all, what is the privilege of the Essendon Football Club that they get all these showcase things where there's a medal and a trophy and a just, I, I mean, I get Angry about this every Anzac day when Essendon and Collingwood are not great performing sides and they get this showcase. The the only match, you know, it's like Richmond and Carlton getting, uh, you know, opening match, which has not been a good game for years. Uh, The only one I like is uh, Easter Monday, Hawthorne Geelong, because even when you guys are uh, at different spots on the ladder, you turn it up for each other.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. I don't mind, I'm not as opposed to the same teams. Playing those, like I don't mind Richmond Carlton playing a season opener yeah. all the time. I kind of, something about the consistency of it that no, I like, no, unless you do the grand finalists play each other. That's how you open it, yes. As the season opener. That's a great that's idea. That's the only thing I would... Oh, actually,
0: no, that's Ruby Anzac Day, the grand final rematch.
1: Yeah, I don't know, I, I like the, there's something about Collingwood Essendon, just the fact that they will always fill up that stadium. Yeah, well... Yeah. Let's, let's say go let's say Gold Coast play Frio in a grand final. What a great grand final. <laughs> What a great grand final. Is that – I mean, is that – could you even imagine that ever – I would love that. So I remember, I, mean, I, I would love that grand final as well. I
0: remember in two thousand seventeen when Adelaide had made the grand final, and then it was GWS Richmond in the prelim. I was barracking so hard for GWS, mostly because first it would have been very Richmondy for them to lose that prelim, yeah. Uh, yeah. but also I was like, Adelaide GWS, there'll be so many tickets, I could go. <laughs> <laughs> right,
1: of course. I want to go to the grand final. Hell yeah! <laughs> um, I had a mate of mine ring me the week before the prelim. That week A mate of mine by the way Who I went to school with And who I hadn't spoken to In about 10 years Okay And he rings me and goes Hey Oh got Lama How you going Oh god, great I haven't heard from you for Years What's happening He goes Can you get tickets To the grand final
0: Oh wow <laughs> right. I hadn't even played The prelims.
1: <laughs> I hadn't even played The prelim Oh man And I said Okay I said This is how you get Tickets to the prelim you pray... Hang
0: on, Do you want tickets to the prelim or the no, grand no, final? No, no, so
1: this is how you get tickets to the grand final. You pray that GWS beat Richmond in the prelim. Yeah. <laughs> then what you do on grand final day, you walk up to the ticket booth at the MCG <laughs> and you say, can I have some tickets to the grand final please? <laughs> Would you, you like you, 10? And you buy them at the gate. <laughs> uh, and if Richmond win, you are no chance, mate. Absolutely <laughs> yep. no chance. Yeah. Um, so what's what's you know uh, it's weird
0: though the, the bombers fans were all you know after that match they were still pretty happy with themselves I mean it was a, it was 41 points actually flattered Geelong and uh, and Jeremy Cameron's out again so it, Jeremy and Cameron that- injuring himself it's starting to look like
1: recruiting 40 year olds is not the best long term <laughs> plan I I oh, look I don't want anyone to be injured like I, I genuinely don't you but, want them to lose of but, their own accord. But what I do want is for Geelong to be worse. <laughs> 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 so if uh, he could have a bit of time out, that'd be great. But this game was played down at GMHBA, right? Yeah. Cadinia for on those. good. Cadinia Park, yep. Cattery on Friday night. Yep. First time Essendon has played there since when? Did you see this statistic? Oh, 1914. <laughs> I think it was either 1991 or 1993. That is How dark. have they not played there? Cuz they Did that always whole- get the MCG or, you know, I don't God. think they've ever played at Docklands. That was that genuinely amazed me. Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh mate, it's you know, actually the Essendon fan I was with, they were still like, oh, "I was wanted to go down to this, but there was only 7,000 tickets." Just imagine the the novelty of going <laughs> to play at <it>, that <laughs> <continue." laughs> and me and my dog supporting
1: May were just yeah. like, "Shut yeah, up." Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Check your privilege. Uh, Go get another medal. Um, but anyway, Essendon put up a teeny little fight there. They could have found themselves in the eight too if they'd gone and won this game.
0: Man, I would. It would be great for Essendon to get up and lose another final.
1: Oh, a- <laughs> see that the thought of that excited me as well on the weekend. So it was like a double. Essendon winning would have been a double win, to, <laughs> to setting themselves up for another final loss. I still. It isn't it amazing that they have, have not won a final. Kevin Sheedy was coaching them the last time they won a final. 2004.
0: Do, do you know what? It's, actually, it's getting to the point, though, where uh, you know they are getting good, Essendon, and I'm just looking at all the clubs and I go, who's going to be the one who drops the ball here? Who's going to be the first team to lose a final to Essendon for over 15
1: years, and how much are they going to cop it? Oh, they will be the only team I would accept losing a final to Essendon is Geelong. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, anyway, uh, good on you, Essendon. You had a crack. You didn't quite get there. Yeah. Uh, better luck next time. What uh, other game do you want to do, Lima? Uh,
0: Limo's got to choose
1: his, his yes, uh, games that he's talking about. Yes, because I've got uh, limited time here before I go on to the very important <laughs> matter of... Oh, look, your chauffeur's already given you the wind-up. <laughs> very important <laughs> matter of playing golf. Uh, okay, let's go to the Melbourne GWS game. I was... Talking to Rob Sitch last week. Ah, yes.
0: You? I was talking to Rob Sitch as well. He's, Who, he's, we need to get him. He's keen to do what they came to play. We'll get him in the next oh, couple yeah, of we'll weeks. De- we'll
1: definitely get him. And um, he was getting a little nervy. About, I mean, he's been very excited about the season, obviously. He's a mad Melbourne fan. But he said to me last week, oh, I'm really nervous about this game against GWS. Yes. Danger
0: game. I spoke to him yesterday and he was like, I knew this
1: would happen. And I said to, and I said to him... I said, mate, I don't know what you're worried about. You'll beat GWS by 10 goals. <laughs> and he right back and said, oh, I hope you're right. Anyway. Uh,
0: no, I, sw- it- I saw him yesterday at uh, Have You Been Paying Attention yeah. where I work behind the scenes. And uh, he was very much, uh, this is 2018 all over
1: again. We're just going. And what we forget... I- the I'd totally right. forgotten they were good in 2018. Yeah, they beat you in the final. I can I, Honestly, I've just completely forgotten that. Yes, they did beat us in the final. Yeah,
0: they were amazing. And then they, they got absolutely walloped by West Coast and that destroyed their confidence for three years.
1: Was it 10 goals to none or something? And then, something like
0: that. It was embarrassing. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a great game. Prelims are usually better games than than grand finals, but that was not the occasion on uh, on that night. Oh, they, they, that was 2018, where the good game was the night before where Collingwood upset Richmond, where uh, Mason Cox. where Mason Cox dominated. Played the yeah. game of his career. But um, the Ds, in the last six weeks, 3-3, three and three, Lemo. 3-3, three and three, and they were – I mean, of the three that they've won, they've beaten Brisbane and the Bulldogs, two other top four sides, yeah. but
1: they've lost to Collingwood, they've lost to GWS, they lost to – Adelaide. And they lost to Adelaide. Well, gee, I hope they're not playing a top four side next week because they really need Ooh. to get that confidence back. That's the
0: only game that's locked in the uh, the G- Friday uh, the, Friday
1: night. Port. Th- no, Thursday. A oh, Thursday night, is Thursday it? Thursday night, yeah. And Melbourne. Yes. Uh, this weekend. Man, so- I'm going to
0: ask Ann Edwards about this, but I am hating that there's no fixture. I can't play in my weekend.
1: Oh, it's a nightmare. And it's terrible for gigs as well. Yes. Because I would normally, I never book a gig that clashes with the Hawthorne game. Yep. And once you've got your fixture, that's easy. You just say, oh, are you available this date? Oh, no, Hawthorne applying, can't do it. Yeah. But I've had so many clashes this year where I've booked gigs and then the fixture comes out and it's like, oh, great. And
0: I because I... Host a little room on match day. I I literally can't book these gigs because yeah, you know the dogs right. are probably going to pay me more. So just I've got to feed a family here. That's AFL, yeah. let us plan the week. I know it's a bloody nightmare. Right now, all of the uh, all the listeners who are in lockdown are just going, Shut up, you
1: two. Oh, sure, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, if you're in lockdown, trust me, we've been there. All right? Oh, yes. And it's deeply annoying, and we feel for you. Yeah. Unless, you're in, unless you're in Sydney. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. We
0: support all of our New South Welsh We do, brothers we do. and
1: sisters. We love yourself, all. But off air, yeah, we're going to love you. <laughs> Um So the Ds, they just, I, I spent this whole game thinking, uh, they'll catch up. They'll run over the Giants. Yeah, they'll I'll, run over them. And then they just could not make it happen. I watched the second quarter and, and the
0: GWS were doing that thing that the Bulldogs kept doing. And every team that's lost to Melendorin, of just bombing it in to their forward line. And Stephen May or Lever would just go, thank you, click. Take oh, the mark.
1: And I was watching that and just it was infuriating me. Yeah. And I was thinking, Leon Cameron, what are you doing? You've got to adjust. You can't every single time, because they were getting possession at half back coming forward, every time there was no one to kick to. So well, I think your game plan might need a little adjustment here.
0: Well, and then he clearly did, and they and they won. Maybe, maybe, and this is my buzzword for the year, maybe they were doing an in-game honey trap where they oh, bomb it in a few times. Melbourne right. go, haha ha, we got this. Changed one thing and then you caught
1: unawares. Because um, Stephen, made, did he take like eight intercept marks in the first quarter? Something like that, yeah. It was, it was just ridiculous. Um, yeah, Melbourne literally, literally led for two minutes of this game. And Gita arrested, just had him covered for the rest of the game. Toby
0: Green was uh, absolutely fantastic. Getting Canelio.
1: Oh, back. Well, that's hard for you to say, isn't it? It I? was. I almost choked on my for you to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you really struggled to get that out
0: Is there any other matches you want to do any uh, other? Well
1: the Hawthorne one of course Oh
0: yeah now I Yeah okay cool I have <laughs> I have no notes on this uh,
1: But uh, Bailey Fritch I tell you what He is a He is a light looking unit Players like Bailey Fritch and Will Day for Hawthorne There's a few of them are in the competition Just super skinny dudes Yeah Who you just wouldn't have seen in the competition 20 years ago Yeah they, but it's a, it's more now that it's a leaner, more of a running game. They get away with it. Yeah, they do look a bit uh, uh, heroin
0: chic. To use the fashion terms, <laughs>
1: heroin chic. Such a that's a bulldogs uh, <laughs> description. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> wish we
0: could afford it's just methadone. We chic would for say us. at
1: Hawthorne, we'd say catwalk ready. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, all right, well, let's have a look at uh, the Hawthorne game. Yes. Uh, Sean Burgoyne's 400. 400- they, they didn't mention that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it did get a bit of press. Across the week, uh, congratulations, Sean Burgoyne, superstar of the game, played most of his footy at Hawthorne, let's remember that. <laughs> I mean, when he came to Hawthorne, had played 173 games, won a flag. It's not a bad career. Yeah. You'd take that. So has
0: he won five flags? Hang on. Sorry. No, no,
1: he came in 2009. Oh, okay. So he, so he won one flag at Port. And three at Hawthorne. Wow. Yeah. But also, you know, I'd like to count his preliminary finals because he finished top of the ladder with Port three times. Yeah. And that and that doesn't include the premiership year. So he um, – I mean, he's second to Michael Tuck on the finals ladder. Of oh, all finals time, it? played. it? Yeah. Um, but Joel Selwood might pass him. But Joel Selwood's only one game behind him. Do you know what must be irritating for Sean Burgoyne mm. is, despite all of his
0: credentials and achievements, he is still the second best footballer in his family because his uh, his brother his sister is married to Aaron Phillips. Oh, right. I, well, thought he, no, I thought
1: you man- were going to say Peter was a bunch better footballer. Like, so Peter was good, but he's not. Sean was <laughs> be definitely better.
0: He's uh, it, uh, yeah. Hang on. What he's he's Aaron Phillips' brother in law, and she's married to.
1: No, he's he's married to Erin Phillips' sister. Sean Burgon's wife is Amy Phillips. There we go. That's it. Got it. And Amy's sister is Erin, who is Erin Phillips. Silky, we
0: love you. You're brilliant. You're not – like, kick (laughs) to kick (laughs) at at Christmas, Erin's
1: probably got you covered. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, although uh, he has won four flags. So, her – I played a game of footy with Aaron. In fact, I've played two games of footy with Aaron Phillips. Oh, really? When is This Adelaide Breakfast Radio? Just yeah, uh, it is. It is. So, years ago- Is they, this how they do the ratings in Adelaide? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You just play a game of footy? So, back in 2004, I played in a game called the Showdown, which they have every year in Adelaide, where old Port players play against old Crows players. Okay. Where, which side were you on? They recruited me in to play for the Crows. Ooh. And- um, and they also recruited in Guy Sebastian. So me and Guy Sebastian were the recruits. <laughs> all right for the Crows. How's Guy go?
0: In a, in He's a actually not game. bad.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was all right.
0: Did you? Oh, did you win? Did you get to hear him sing the song? That would have been the highlight.
1: Uh, oh yeah, right. I actually can't remember. <laughs> and then, and Erin Phillips played for Port. Yeah, of course. Who yeah. was? I reckon she would have been fifteen or sixteen. Anyway, she was good. Like I remember looking, going. Wow, she, okay, she's a, like a proper footballer. Yeah, She was really impressive. And then this, we played the same game again the next year. And it was the next year when Damien Hardwick played. It was his first year out of footy. And Guy Sebastian played again. And he flattened Guy Sebastian. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: I always thought Dimmer was a
1: Shannon Nolan. Oh, that man. That makes sense. And there were – it was huge. There was 30,000 people at Adelaide Oval. They, they were massive days. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just – Run uh, It was down the centre wing At Adelaide Oval And Guy Sebastian's running Sort of back with the flight To mark a ball And Dim has come in And spoiled it (laughs) Behind him And just crunched him And Guy's just gone down Like a sack (laughs) of poop And the whole 30,000 people Have just gone (gasps) (gasps) Yeah, it's it's a pretty funny vision. Uh, Anyway, so I have played a couple of games of footy against uh, Erin Phillips. And she, uh, I can confirm from up close, she goes well.
0: Wow. This is the huge breaking stories on that game to play. Erin Phillips is good at footy. It's good at footy. You heard it here first.
1: And has been good for a long time. (laughs) Um, All righty All right, mate. Well, you've
0: got to go do your your golf. I'm going to go talk to a, a proper... AFL journalist, a proper podcaster, host of the Daily, which yes. apparently is the most downloaded AFL podcast that's, in the world.
1: It is a great podcast. If you love your footy, that's the one to tune into to get your little daily snack sized bit of news. Yeah, it's yeah. only
0: fifteen minutes. So I'm going to ask Aaron, uh, all, uh, sorry Nat, all about it. Uh, don't call
1: her Aaron. No, I've got Aaron. When Phillips you're talking in to my it, head. don't call. And like, welcome to the podcast, Aaron. Which Aaron Edwards? Which one are you? No, <laughs> Nat Phillips. Oh God, who are you? <laughs> uh, uh, all right, very good. Uh, so, bad luck to the Hawks on the weekend. Well done, Port. That was a, that was a good, solid win.
0: <laughs> that's all you get. <laughs> From no them, offense. that's all you get.
1: They're in the four now. <laughs> Look, if they if they beat Melbourne next week, then I'll take Port seriously. Then they're back. I still think Port are flaky.
0: Yeah. But who's flakier, Melbourne or Port? This is what we're going to find out. Well, I, see, I still
1: think – I've always said Melbourne still have a very good team, but as you say, they've lost three of their last six, so yeah. –
0: Mm. But, they, but, yeah, we just don't know. We just don't know with Mel.
1: We just don't know. But the Bulldogs are looking good, mate. The yeah, Bulldogs are looking very good.
0: All right, I'll talk about that with Nat.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, very good. Uh, uh, thank you, mate. Thank you, mate. Go, Dogs.
0: Hey, folks, welcome to part two of today's They Came to Play. We got rid of Limo. He is off with his butler and his chauffeur <laughs> and his stockbroker playing golf. I assume he's using a poor person as a tee. But we have now a proper footy journalist,
2: Nat Edwards. Yes. Hello, Danny. How are you? Mate, I'm
0: so good. Thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, this is your second podcast of the
2: day? Yes, it is. What? Yes.
0: When did... tell us about AFL Daily because we've heard and we've actually said on the pod, we have no way of, of verifying it, it's the most <laughs> downloaded AFL podcast in the world.
2: It is, but I think that's probably because we go every single day. Yeah. Although not Sundays. We have a special on a Saturday. But yes, 5 a.m. my alarm goes off.
0: It's Why can't you do it the night before? Because then, like, no news is happening at three a.m.
2: That's what I said, but apparently sometimes things change. So we like to sleep on it and then get up at five, as you do, as as most people do, and then, yeah, we start things at six six thirty is when we start recording. Um, I'm usually still in a brain sleep fog, but yeah. somehow Damo and I get through it. So it's it's look, I've actually really enjoyed it. Bar are you, are you on Zoom
0: ones. or you do you go in the same room? We're, or?
2: we're on Zoom, okay. so I'm usually in my pajamas. So often if <laughs> I have to get up to get something. I have to turn my camera off because I am wearing, you know, crappy bottoms <laughs> or something. <laughs> so I don't want anyone to see my jammies. I
0: imagine you. Damien Barrett uh, just—he's got like the proper smoking jacket. He's got a pipe there in the morning.
2: <laughs> well, he's actually let us down in that department. He's usually got a tracksuit jumper or hoodie on. Yeah. Sup- a beanie once he rocked a beanie that really? was for fight M and D. So no, he's yeah. doing the right thing, but yeah. no, no, he doesn't have his suit up. Uh, we should probably have a word to him about that. I too. think. So. So I, I'm
0: picturing a purple smoking jacket. I'm picturing he looks a bit like the Joker <laughs> in like the 60s Batman trying to look Ooh, up I market. I
2: like that. And maybe a bit of makeup too to go oh, with definitely. that.
0: Yeah. 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 How is David first thing in the morning? Is he, is he, because like he's known for having strong opinions and he's, he's well thought out and everything. Is there like, like if you, you're doing a breakfast thing and you're there eating, you know, Vegemite on toast and he's gone, yeah, tough week for Vegemite. I think uh, really marmalade's come through this. <laughs>
2: Since when has Marmalade come through? Vegemite always.
0: This is the (laughs) hard-hitting stuff that we expect.
2: No, Damo is always on point, always on. So I don't know when he sleeps or (laughs) if he ever switches off, but he is go, go, go that man. Me, on the other hand, I don't reckon my brain actually starts working until about 10.30 in the morning.
0: Oh, sweet. And that's when we're recording. So sweet this spot. works. This is good. So what? Do you, well, then what did you stuff up in this morning's uh, podcast? <laughs> so <laughs>
2: much. And that's why I don't go back and listen to myself.
0: <laughs> I listen to you on the way here. I want to – let's we, we go through the games. We've done half the games with Limo. I want to go straight to a game that – you didn't say this. This was uh, your co-host, Damien. Yes. Who I've never what? met. I don't know. I don't have anything uh, – for, for ages, Dogs fans were supposed to hate him because him and Bevo had – that uh,
2: oh, with the stout,
0: with the stash So we are all supposed Blood. to hate him, but you know, it's just you know. Maybe I'll take. Uh, I'll be neutral for for this one. Uh, he just said, "Is Robert Harvey in trouble?" <laughs> <Which> <laughs> I. He's had the job for twenty minutes. Uh, he's. It doesn't even have the job, but is he in trouble now?
2: Time is running out for Robert Harvey. Ah! He's only got seven more games, Danny, to prove his worth. I mean, I'm not sure he's actually formally put his hand up to, to take the Collingwood job or, or to even want it. Yeah. He was asked that in his very first press conference and he sort of said, I haven't thought about it.
0: Because he, he's not the most uh, extroverted uh, person.
2: He's not. No, he's, uh, he was a very lead by example player on That's the right. field yep. as well and he's probably very quiet, not one who loves the spotlight. But in saying that, I mean, he did coach him to a win – Wait, has, have they had a win? No, that was Bucks' last game. <laughs> Jeez, it's all rolled into one now. No, on, I no,
0: but did they win last did week? So they, they lost to the Saints, but last <laughs> week... Uh, oh, no, they lost
2: to Freo. Yeah, yeah they, they lost right. to Freo. No, he hasn't. He's, he's done nothing. No, look, I, I think if he's going to show anything, he probably needs to put his own stamp and his own trademark on, on the game style that they're playing. And unfortunately, we haven't really seen that just yet, but he does still have seven games to go. But if I'm looking at Collingwood... You kind of want Sam Mitchell, don't you?
0: Uh, I, no, I Well, I, who, I want the least competent person in charge <laughs> of it. Can Ned Guy become the coach of Collingwood? I <laughs> know. Oh, <laughs> He's great. <laughs> <laughs> That, was, that's a
2: sore spot with Pies fans.
0: It is, and that's why it's a lot of fun. This is a trolling uh, uh, podcast, uh, Nat, so feel <laughs> good, free. Good. So you go for Hawthorne.
2: I do. So you've replaced Lemo. You've said, see you later, Lemo. You just brought in another Hawks fan. Yeah, that's all right. This
0: is a, an upgraded model. Okay. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> younger. The, the, what, do you, what do you call that? In, what's the car thing? The, you know, the latest model of uh, a yeah, Hawthorne fan. Model. That's yeah, right. but you That's you, I didn't know that about you. It was only when we were texting last night arranging this that you, you brought. How do you maintain professionalism?
2: Not well. Um, right. I think some people on Twitter would say that I am a one-eyed Hawks fan. Twitter's,
0: Twitter's. <laughs> hey, do you have the views aren't, the AFL's, views of my own?
2: Yes, of course. There we go. So, look, it is, it is hard at times because the whole reason I got into journalism and the whole reason I love football is because of Hawthorne and my passion for the Hawks, which started when I was five years old. So
0: Did you choose the Hawks or were they forced upon
2: you? No, I chose the Hawks. So Wait, my dad, no, what, what,
0: year, what year is this?
2: 19, or oh, I was born in 86, so the year they actually won a flag. <clears throat> and when I was five, so 91. 91
0: ah, so bandwagoner. Yep, typical Hawthorne. Nope, so my go.
2: prep teacher, Mrs McGuinness, <clears throat> um, her son Scott played oh, okay. for
0: Hawthorne. All right.
2: And now his son, Finn, plays for Hawthorne. Oh, wow. So that is why I barrack for the Hawks. It was uh, my teacher's influence back in the day in prep.
0: Did your family have a team?
2: So, Dad barracks the West Coast slash Carlton. Okay. Really unusual to have two teams, but he has two teams. Born in the West, so born in Perth, but when there was no WA team in the VFL, followed Carlton, then the Eagles got introduced and he thought, well, now I have two teams. And he has two sets of scarves, Guernseys.
0: What does he do when they play each other?
2: It's a win-win situation.
0: Oh, oh so he's got so a positive. So he just sits,
2: sits back, relaxes, and knows that he's going to have a great day at the footy.
0: Wow. One day it's going to be the grand final for him. Just, <laughs> he'll be... He's going to have
2: to pick a side. So
0: he, but that, that explains why he couldn't you know, force his views onto you. You must have two teams, yeah, Matt.
2: Yeah, and in my household now, it's just Hawks. If you don't barrack for Hawthorne, get out the door.
0: Because you have a small child. I do. And she barracks for Hawthorne. She barracks for Hawthorne. Yep. Who does your partner go for?
2: Hawthorne. I oh. would never marry someone who can <laughs> barrack for Hawthorne. Danny, come on. <laughs>
0: Well, my secret is you marry a Ukrainian who does not care about football and the deal is, you know, I have to support Karapati Lviv, <laughs> which I do passionately, my favourite uh, Ukrainian Premier and yours as well now. Of course, That's yes, your team. Yes, They're yes. called the Green Lions, I think.
2: Okay, cool. Anyway, I'll note that down.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, my actually, but I asked my son once, who would you go for if I didn't force you to go for Bulldogs? And he, he looked at me like I was an idiot and went, the Gold Coast Suns? Oh. Went, Why? He goes, I love space. <laughs> Kids, so, yeah, kids shouldn't choose their own teams. No, they shouldn't. Anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, Collingwood. What was your point on that? What did you make of the the St Kilda? I did like in your pod today, uh, you said, what did we learn from that match? And even Damien Barrett said, we learned nothing. Nothing.
2: Well, I think we just learned that, you know, Collingwood, they've sort of papered over the cracks in that last term because the Saints were very good. The Pies scored one goal to half time. Yeah. It was atrocious. Jamie Elliott was the only one that kicked a goal. And then they storm home in that last quarter, kicking five goals to the Saints zip to show that, oh yeah, we put up a fight and it gives Pies fans maybe false hope, but Ah. we forget the first half, they kicked one goal.
0: This is good. I'm very, I mean, who would you want to coach Collingwood? Who in their right mind would inherit? Because
2: Yeah, it's uh, a big club, isn't it?
0: It's it's a big club, so a lot of media pressure. You've got a list that is getting old and you're still paying a lot more money for Adam Trelaw. And other things. Not that I bring oh, that. Oh, you don't up.
2: want to rub that in, or, or anything. not at
0: all. Hey, I didn't. I didn't. Arra- Nobody he's
2: injured, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> he is. Yeah, and he's going to come back for finals. It's brilliant. Oh, okay, I yep, oh, don't know the smugometer. Uh, <laughs> we have got it by a country mile. Would you say uh, we have another thing called the depressometer? Which fans are the most depressed this week? Would that be Collingwood, Ooh. or or is that is that actually Melbourne?
2: I reckon Melbourne fans. Although, surely for Melbourne fans, it's just coming back to reality, isn't yeah, it? Yeah,
0: they've probably got the Panicometer. Actually, I'm going to give the Depressometer to West Coast.
2: Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> That was bad. So, I don't know if you watched any of that game, but I tuned in thinking, all right, you know, West Coast, they were terrible against the Dogs last week. Surely,
0: a lot of media pressure over in yeah. Perth. You yep. can't put up a, a, a yep. performance like that. The
2: midfield was just absolutely shot to ah. pieces, dominated, and I thought, all right, this is, this is you know, backs against the wall kind of thing. What they did against Carlton a few weeks back, and I was like, surely they're going to get their, yeah. themselves together and... And put in a really good fighting performance. Nothing. 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 Absolutely nothing. I was actually surprised. And I know Damo said on our podcast, and a lot of people said, oh, well, they're overrated anyway, so we d- we saw this coming. But with the list that they have, yeah, it, it's so talented. They won a flag in 2018. Not a whole lot has changed on their list. And to put out that performance...
0: I did see so like some intelligent people talking tactics. Apparently, West Coast game plan does not suit kadinya Park. Do you do you understand this sort of uh, in you know intelligent discussion? Yeah. Are we going to talk about their wide
2: <laughs> kicking
0: does not work in a narrow ground?
2: I think there are smarter people than me to kind of analyse it like that. Yeah, but you're but the
0: smartest person in this room, so I need you to do this.
2: <laughs> well, but if you look at it, so they played Geelong there um, earlier this year Thumped. and lost by what was it, ninety seven points? So one hundred and eighty nine points in two losses at gmhba stadium it's terrible and now it's like a mental thing you know you go down there and they're like oh god i mean it was freezing yesterday i'll I'll give him that it was so bad not a pleasant day but in saying that just shows something poor adam simpson i feel for him because i think he's a really good coach probably just needs to tweak a few things um and they should be they should be a top four side but they could drop out of the eight
0: It'd be funny, wouldn't it?
2: <laughs> it would, but not as funny as Richmond dropping out. That. No,
0: that is absolutely. We talked in the at the top of this episode. I'm, I'm sure
2: you had a good laugh. About
0: this that. is my favourite ladder. Uh, I think in the history of <laughs> AFL. So, do you, who's your least favourite team? Just we, you know, we, we 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 say we talk about the matches, but really we just get into fandom and stuff. Do you hate Geelong the most?
2: No. Oh, what? I know. This People is are often surprised by this. Oh. Essendon oh, for me. Oh, fair enough. No, that's fine. Like, you know, being a hawk, it's just – it's something – I tried to explain it to someone the other day who didn't really understand and, and I was like when their name is mentioned or I see Essendon on the TV, something just boils inside of me like – Nice. I just – it's this rage <laughs> and it, I just – I can never get over it and I can respect Geelong and what they've done and it's annoying, the Kennett curse, all the rest. They beat us by a point here and there. But Essendon, it's just, oh, the <laughs> bombers. And my brother barracks were the bombers. Oh, dear. So when we were kids, we went to a horse. Th- it was the line in the Sand game.
0: Oh, brilliant. It, so, hang on, that that's, so that's like 2001, is it?
2: Yep. Yeah. So my brother's four years younger than me. So he had his little Essendon flag. I grabbed his flag, snapped oh! it, and threw it down. I was banned from going to the footy for a month. By what? my dad. Oh, by your
0: dad. I thought by the <laughs> AFL. <laughs> this is <laughs> just by my dad. <laughs> you threw it. So on. You, were you like on level three, and yep. you throwing it down? Really? Yep. Nat yep. Edwards can admitting to a crime. I
2: know. I know. I was so mad. I even they made me buy him a new flag. Oh. It's just <laughs> awful.
0: <laughs> and is, is, is do you uh, like do you guys still taunt each other when when Essendon and Hawthorne play?
2: Oh yeah. Yeah, very so round much so.
0: one would have been fun for you.
2: Oh, so much fun. I mean, at halftime it wasn't fun. He nah. was like shooting me texts. He lives in Germany. He was like texting me saying, ha, 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 in your face. Probably wow. uh, a little bit ruder than that. Um, and then who had the last laugh at the end?
0: It's got to be a bit awkward cheering on a team called the Bombers in Germany.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know, right. Let's not go there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and do you, you like Lima? Do you want the Hawks to bottom out, tank?
2: Oh, God, yeah. Number
0: one draft pick. Yeah,
2: we need to stop winning. So we did a good job. I know that everyone wanted the win for Silk. We were never going to beat Port Adelaide. Nah. We need to stop winning. We want the best possible draft pick. Please.
0: Yeah, who are you looking at? Because, you know, the best player is apparently Sam Darcy, going to the Bulldogs, uh, and then... And then the second best player is Chris Dacos. Nick Dacos. Nick Dacos. There's too many.
2: Same, same, same. Same, same, same. same. <laughs> no. same. Uh, another Dacos. So those two Dacos are off the table. Who's,
0: but apparently might go to North Melbourne because Collingwood can't afford him with their draft points They'll or anything. Him. They
2: will get him. That's for sure. He
0: doesn't even go for
2: Collingwood. He goes for Carlton. How random is it's that? So weird. And he was at the game yesterday with his Collingwood scarf. And I'm like, uh, okay. that must hurt to wear that.
0: So Collingwood So at best, you'll get the fourth best player. Yes. But that's all you need, you Hawks. You're so irritating, exactly. like that.
2: We do. It could be this kid called Jason Horn, who's a a very very nice player. In- what,
0: is, what will his nickname be?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so many options.
0: <laughs> Actually, I want to talk. I, like, since you, I've got an opportunity with an intelligent uh, uh, football journalist, we do a segment on here called Nickname Jury, and uh, one of the nicknames that we have come up with years ago on they came to play our one of our probably our favourite player, Huma Cluggage. We call him the Scottish Suitcase. <laughs> but like we that. have been told. Apparently he is called by some of his uh, teammates, Huey Vuitton.
2: Oh, I like that. Now,
0: do it. that's a very good nickname. Do we have to change uh, Scottish Suitcase to Huey Vuitton? Oh.
2: I guess it depends on how he's playing. So if he's absolutely – and look, his form this year has been sublime. Yep. So you pr- if he gets into the Australian team, you're probably going to have to change it to Huey Vuitton because oh, it is elite, top class. That that Huey Vuitton. Woo.
0: Could you do us a favour and call him the Scottish suitcase on AFL Daily? At some I'll, point,
2: I'll, yes, I'll, I'll <laughs> weave that in. <laughs> That's all we ask, <laughs> I'll, I'll find a way.
0: Because <laughs> we, yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, <laughs> did you? So, Len, we can use this to go on to the Crows versus Lions game. The Lions seem to be real deal. I'm a bit panicked uh, playing as a Bulldogs fan playing the Lions because they're so up and about. And the only reason we thump them early on in the year is because we cleverly play them in Ballarat, <laughs> where it's minus fifteen degrees c- Celsius, so and they just freak out. Like they literally freeze and we can run around them. But if we're playing them in, you know, grand final day, that's usually a sunny day. Here in Melbourne, we're in trouble.
2: Look, the Lions are so good. I was actually thinking about this today. Like, how many premiership favourites have we had in the last, like... <laughs> oh, no, it's still Richmond. 60. Oh, Richmond's it's still, still Richmond. So it was Richmond at a start, but then it was like Port Adelaide got away to a fast start. Then you had um the D's, obviously. Then the Dogs and the Cats in the last few weeks. It's sort of been, like, all over the place. But for me... When you look at the Lions, I know they had a sort of a rough start the first couple of weeks, but since they started their – they got their mojo back, they've been the most consistent to me. So Mate. I reckon they're the real deal. They are terrific. Like even – they don't need Lockie Neal, whatever. we him, playing Adelaide. <laughs> leave, him, leave him behind in yeah, Melbourne with a calf done. and Eagle. But their forward line is just so dynamic. I'm loving Zach Bailey. He's yeah. had a terrific season. I think uh, three goals – um, on the weekend against the Crows, you've got Charlie Cameron up there, Joe Danaher. Like I don't know how you stop their Joe Danaher's line. Dead
0: to me after he dived.
2: Oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. he needs to get that out of his game. Doesn't well, I've
0: never seen him do it before. Is
2: he? Is he has he got form? On oh, that? I reckon he's he's done it a couple of times nah. back in those Essendon and days. Jews. I like him a lot more now <laughs> that he's a lion. <laughs> They
0: are a very likeable side, but <laughs> which is why you don't want them uh, d- doing things uh, like that. D- let's talk about Taylor Walker's neck injury. Did you? Oh. That's one of the worst.
2: Man. Because,
0: you know, there's famous injuries in footy history like Nathan Brown's broken leg yep. that you watch the footage and just go, ah, ah,
2: yeah. ah. Yeah. And
0: that was one. Cause, oh. And then seeing him walking around like Frankenstein yep. afterwards, like he couldn't – he looked like he was in oh, traction. Up,
2: like, honestly, the next day when he would have – like, God, I, I doubt he slept that night. Like, he's no. so awful. I, I, Yeah, I was worried for him. It just looked absolutely horrendous. So I don't think we know how long he's going to miss at this stage, but, geez, you don't want to take any risks with, with that. And, you know, he's towards the end of his career. He's been playing such great football this year too. Yeah. Rejuvenated Tex. <laughs> Love it.
0: I know if you, I've looked at the Adelaide Advertiser headlines and they're calling, this is a glimpse into our dark future.
2: <laughs>
0: the crows without walker. Winter is coming.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so much about uh, Game of Thrones and footy. Like there's all these parallels that you can draw. It's, it's a bit of fun. We should You should probably do a podcast like a Game of Thrones ASL oh, Lima, style.
0: Oh, Limo did do a, a Game of Thrones reaction podcast oh. uh, with Foxtel. But uh, if, if I'm honest, I, I gave up watching oh, Game man, of Thrones. too. too many characters. Oh, and no. And I didn't care about them. And then, and then it ended badly and you feel so smug when you've not watched the <laughs> show. Like, ah, I didn't waste my time. Excellent!
2: It was a great series. We
0: should do. Uh, what what should be? I've been watching Loki. Do you watch the the superhero stuff? No,
2: yeah. I haven't watched that one. Is it good?
0: Yeah, it's great. But you know, I've, me and my wife have committed to watching every single Marvel uh, movie and TV show because it's just locked in. And and then people ask me, go, "What happens in Loki?" And I have to admit, I've never watched it sober. Um,
2: <laughs> I have no idea. I just
0: I just have a few beers and enjoy these actors do stupid things, and <laughs> then there's explosions. And I go, "Yeah," and I go to bed. It's it's fun. But, yeah, there's parallels of Loki in... Uh, no, I've, I haven't pre-thought this analogy at all. Uh, I'll get back. If people want to hear how Loki is... Which which superheroes, which yeah. AFL team...
2: Come up with a concept. Yeah, I
0: should do that, actually. Marvel will love it with some sponsorship of integration. Course.
2: This is a great plan for you. Yeah. You know, you should go up, Gil's office, just knock on the door. Gil, got do that for you. Is yeah.
0: we, you work at AFL House. Yeah. Is it, is it What is it, what is Gil's office like? Is it? I'm picturing, like, Mr. Burns' office in The Simpsons.
2: Yeah, look, I've never been in there. Oh, you're not allowed. Too, I'm too scared. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you go in there, and he's actually playing playing polo. It's that big
2: <laughs> yeah, with his mustard jacket. <laughs>
0: Has he got a big mahogany table? Is there rumours of people have gone in?
2: And never come out. Yeah, no.
0: Actually, in the new in the new Loki show, there's uh, this there's it's about this time travel police people, and it's run by three godlike creatures called the Timekeepers. Mm-hmm. And in the last episode, you got to meet the Timekeepers. I'm wow. picturing that. Yeah,
2: that's pretty much what it's office. Like, yeah,
0: or in that it, and it, for those who haven't seen Loki, which a lot of you it looked like you know the scene in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure where they accidentally go to the future.
2: Also, haven't seen that. Uh, Why well, you've
0: not seen that? No. Oh man, you were born in eighty six. Okay, yeah, you're probably just two years young for it. Great. I'll put it on the list. Put it on the list. Yeah, you've got a two-year-old. You've got plenty of time (laughs) to watch these. Uh, All right, we are done Crows and Lions. Uh, Frio Carlton, this was a competition to see who could disappoint their fans more. Congrats to Frio. I know.
2: You get
0: the depressometer. Yeah, I mean... Do you get bored of I'm, – I'm so glad Carlton have won because I was getting so bored of the narrative of uh, what's happening with Carlton. It's like, yep, yeah, win so people like your co-host could just shut up about him and talk well, about And now else. we can
2: say, is the Teague train back on?
0: <laughs> back on the race. Back
2: on track. <laughs> I, love, I love the Teague train. But, you know, Carlton have actually done some all right things yeah. that their fans can be happy about over the last couple of weeks. And, yeah, Frio, I mean, that was a golden opportunity. They could have been back it was a home
0: game for him, Frio. Come on!
2: I know a home game at the MCG. What more could you ask for? I, I do feel a bit for Frio because if that game's played at Optus Stadium, they probably get over the line.
0: Probably, although Carlton have got sort of they're sort of Carlton's bunnies. They, they win a lot of the time.
2: Well, there you go. But Sam Walsh again, good. Cripps wasn't amazing, but it was like Matt Kennedy and Patty Dow, who Paddy Wow. Everyone likes <laughs> his first quarter. That's was your nickname, Jerry. That's good, Paddy Wow. Put it in. <laughs> You love it. But you start to see some signs, some things that you like. Liam Stocker, maybe he could start to go into the midfield, which I think Blues fans are just hanging out to see. This. this is good analysis. I know. It's this not even you your go. team. I know. I You're know. too qualified for this Guess what? Part. I was watching the Hawthorne-Port Adelaide game at the same time. At, this, is, this is really bad. I was on a girls weekend this weekend. Yeah. So they let me put Hawthorne-Port Adelaide on so I could watch Silks 400. And then I had my iPad where I was watching Freo Carlton at yeah. the same time. Multitasking. <laughs> Where, They're any, all having a girls' chat, laughing, drinking, playing games. Any of them games. into footy? Uh, not really. Yeah, no. yeah.
0: Last boys' weekend I went on, all my mates are cricket heads. We, we, they were watching The Ashes uh, at night yep. and I had uh, on my phone watching Premier League. <laughs> so I'm like, anyone want to watch a real sport? No, okay. I can't. Right. Oh, no. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Oh, awkward. Uh, so you, is that how you watch footy at home? Is the, is the, the Nat Edwards house just like multi-screens? Yeah control so room. So I've got two
2: iPads and then a TV. So sometimes, well, it's been tough. We had, cause we barrack for Melbourne United in the NBL. So okay. they won the series. So we've had like basketball on one, footy on one and footy on the TV as well. So you've got to have the right setup because yeah. you've got to watch all of the sport.
0: What gets audio? The TV. Okay. So whatever's on the so big yeah, screen. So yeah,
2: whatever's on the big screen gets the audio. Yeah. Um, and then you can, you do a bit of switcheroo if, if that game's a bit boring, then we'll. We reassess things at halftime. Who's your
0: favourite commentator?
2: Oh, that's a really hard question. Damn
0: straight. I don't. This is a hard hitting pod. Now that I'm in here,
2: Anthony Hudson. Probably Correct. For Correct. mine. Correct. <laughs> Correct answer. He is the best. <laughs> How good is he? He's
0: and he's really underrated. Like yes. I, I honestly, we should actually make this a, a talking point on socials. What's your favourite bit of uh, footy commentary? Yeah. The I see it, but I don't believe it. Yes. Now he's a Cats fan.
2: Yeah, I know. And
0: he's having—he's just had his heart ripped out in front of yep. him and he has to be positive.
2: Yeah, and he says that. I would have been on the floor in the fetal position crying yes. like I was in the 2012 grand final. But he pulls that out. Like, unbelievable. He is so good. Radio, TV, whatever it is, yep. he's just able to... Paint this story for us with his words, and he's phenomenal. I love him.
0: I think it's because he's not a former player, so he doesn't often bring back anecdotes to in yeah. my day, and it's not a boys' club yep. sort of. Oh my, oh, you would have missed that one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> just calls it as he sees it. Yeah, I like it. And
0: actually, speaking of the uh, the the, I see it, but I don't believe it. Just jumping back to uh, Cat Swans Eagles. Did you mm. see Tom Harley left a positive uh, review? of Cadenia Park on, like, Google Reviews. What? He's, it was just this clever, you know, cute little thing and they put it on the Swan's Instagram. It was a review like it was a hotel that oh, they yeah. stayed what at. Oh, what did he say? Oh, it's, it's a long paragraph, but, the, you know, we stayed at Geelong's place for a weekend at short notice and what a time we had. It felt <laughs> like a home away from home. <laughs> and, of course, but he even puts at the end, he goes, uh, you know, thanks to all the extra details, it meant we didn't even need our friend Nick to come up and save us. Now, is that a reference to Nick Davis? saving.
2: Yes. Now,
0: Tom Harley was playing for the Cats that night. Yes. Is he having a a dig at his own organisation?
2: I feel like he is. Yeah. Tom, what is going on here?
0: I think he's trying to get a job back at Cadin because of course, you know, he's there saying how good Geelong is. Yeah, you're a premiership
2: captain there. Yeah, mate. I know, like, you've got to say that, but like, and you spent so much time there. This is interesting. This is intriguing. We need to dig deep. We, need to, we dig need to get Damo on this.
0: I think Tom Harley's possibly a bit duplicitous because I don't know if I've told this story on the pod before, but one night I was out in Richmond and there was a a match at the MCG that Geelong had played and won and I was walking down uh, not Swan Street, I think it was Bridge Road Yep. and I saw Tom Harley who had won that night out on the town afterwards and I went, good win Tom. And he looked at me and said in the thickest Irish accent, I'm not Tom Harley. Why, do you, why does everyone take up Tom Harley? I don't know who he is. Jez, leave me on. Now, either I met an Irish backpacker who looked exactly like Tom Harley or Tom Harley pretended to be Irish.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm going with the latter.
0: <laughs> get Damien on this. Oh, this is good. We should get you on again, and like we'll get all the listeners to find, just throw rumours at you, yeah. And you get Damien or yourself. I mean, you're a proper investigative journalist.
2: Damo is much, much better at it. We'll just get, we'll give him the list of jobs. I don't want to do any work.
0: <laughs> What's the biggest scoop you've ever found?
2: Not, nothing, really. Nothing.
0: They don't tell Just you anything. The
2: biggest scoop's probably my cat's poop from <laughs> <laughs> this morning that I had to scoop out of his skin litter. to be fair.
0: Well, I've, I've seen worse things printed in the Herald Sun, so.
2: you, you know where you stand as a journal. Not all journos are there for news breaking. Others okay. are there for other things, like write-offs. No, I'm joking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what stories do you know mostly get?
2: Oh, what stories Because you are do a nice person.
0: They probably give you the puff pieces. Yeah, look, pieces. I, I
2: like yeah, ugh, puff pieces. I, I honestly like to do interviews. They're yeah. just like hearing and finding out about people's stories and their backgrounds and and things like that. That personal element, that's what I really love about my job and journalism. So that's probably where I'm more at
0: who's your favourite, who's the nicest player? Like, who's one that you went in interviewing, probably not knowing anything about them, and then you were like, oh,
2: you're the best. Well, maybe not well, ex-player.
0: That's fine.
2: So, Matthew Lloyd. So Really? Obviously, just having grown up as a Hawthorne supporter, and I was there that day that he pretty much killed Brad Sewell. Yep. Um
0: but he's also on he's on footy classified yeah. now, so he's he's one of those shock jocks. I you know, I
2: hated Matthew Lloyd yeah. as a player. Like, oh, he just when he'd pick up the grass and throw it before he's Oh my <laughs> god, he was just one of those players that you just love to hate. Having worked with him and then met him, you know, he is just the nicest person, <sighs> and I absolutely love him. And I couldn't have been like more wrong from the days he's playing days. There's just so much respect for that man.
0: Wow. Oh, I should never meet Toby Green then. <laughs> <laughs> that could ruin everything. I love Toby. Do you? Yeah. Well, he hasn't scratched out your player's eyes or kicked <laughs> them in the face or anything. It's good like for that.
2: the game. Come on, it's drama. It's good
0: for the Theater. game to have Luke Dalhouse bleeding from the eye. <laughs> what if? What if? What if kids emulate that on the little league?
2: you know the odds kick
0: There we go actually i'm going to talk about the dogs now um yes. do you, now you you have a two year old as as we mentioned we were off air we were we were lamenting how mm. difficult it is being a parent i've got a bonus for you i've Ooh. got a perk okay. so yesterday at the dogs game uh, in front of me and behind me were four of there was two in front two behind four of the loudest primary school aged kids i've ever dealt with they were Ooh. the passion was amazing they were screaming at every umpire decision screaming at players for making basic mistakes (laughs) it was very base level footy fandom and it's fine they're kids and everything and uh and then but i was with mates who don't have kids and during the last quarter one just went i can't deal with this i've got to go i'm gonna go sit somewhere else i'll meet you at the pub after i was like what's with mick what's with mick and then like one of them said mate you're immune to this you don't realize how annoying they are i was like oh yeah this, does not, this is my life. This is what fine. It happens
2: every single day. And I thought about it for three
0: minutes. I went, I actually love these kids. They're not climbing on my head. They're not asking me for food. I don't have to take them to the toilet.
2: These are the best kids in the world. I think I must still be, like, building up my immunity because if that was me at the footy and there are kids screaming behind, I would leave as well. I'm with Mick. Like, oh, really? I cannot hack that. So I like my own kid, but I don't really like other people's well, kids. Well, no, no one does, but...
0: Uh, <laughs> I got I got excited with this and dogs <laughs> v roos. Hey, biggest. Yes, is that like the biggest crowd ever for a bulldogs roos game, even with restrictions? <laughs> Probably.
2: <laughs> like I mean, I know the dogs won and we're all yep. They're on top of the ladder now. They leapfrog. The yeah, D's. yeah, yeah.
0: No, I'm happy to but, not talk about us. Let's,
2: but <laughs> north. They actually were you a bit worried at, at any time because they actually showed something.
0: I was worried pre-game because this is the exact sort of match <laughs> that because look everything's looking rosy at the dogs. Yeah. We got the smugometer, yep. as I say, and uh, you know. Know, this is the, it, the next decade is ours to stuff up and it would absolutely start with a pre, with a, against a plucky bottom of the ladder loss yeah, of course. at this stage. So, uh, once I saw that we sort of had a bit of rhythm and Cody Wakeman was kicking goals like there was nothing. Love Cody. It was, uh, yeah, I felt, I felt okay, but no, there was, no, not too much of the panic. I mean, at one stage in the second quarter, uh, Kangaroos got a free kick and the Bronx cheer was massive and we didn't even realise they hadn't get a free kick for the entire first quarter.
2: Oh, well, it's not supposed to be even, I guess. Uh, but
0: it always is. They <laughs> evened it up a little
2: bit there. What about the bont? Because when I met oh. you, but you were just engrossed in your phone, I had to like tap you on the shoulder. Danny, are, you, yeah. are we doing this pod or not? You were just watching the bont highlight.
0: I was just watching the bont do that clearance where I, I think Lewis Young was in the ruck and I think it was actually the Kangas ruckman who tapped it. And bont just just does the go-go gadget arms, pulls it back, gives it to McRae, kicks it to Bruce. And I was like, and it was on, on loop. So, so I, I, I was just watching him the same thing. So much. Bont, like, I think, Bruce, McCrae, which I love all of them.
2: Oh, I know you love all of them, but Bont and Pelly, geez, he is just. He's taken his game to another level this year. He has to win the Brownlow, please.
0: Yeah, I, I, well, I think McRae will take a few votes from him. So I, I know, I,
2: that is the unfortunate thing, but yeah. surely Bont just shines a little bit more. Like, if I was an umpire, I'd probably be gravitating towards the Bont over yeah. McRae. Even though McRae gets all those you know, possessions is a ball magnet. It's just those flashy things that the bond does.
0: Yeah, and the way he can kick goals from 60 metres out this year, it's just – like, I, if I was an umpire, I would be exhausted after the game. I wouldn't even think of, you know, who played what you just – just put bond. It doesn't matter.
2: And that goal that he kicked last week against – it was the Eagles. The Eagles. Yeah. Like, that was ridiculous. Like, what are you doing?
0: Great commentary from Brian Taylor yes. there. If he can't kick it from there, no, what, what? That was when we struck. It was annoying to have no crowd then because I thought he'd missed.
2: Oh, I, I thought know. he'd gone completely you, how across How much the face. do you rely on the crowd oh, to man. actually get that going? But I do feel for um back onto the on the Ruse Dogs game. Uh, Ruse debutante, Eddie. Elvis Ford, Ooh. he was the sub in his – this counts as a game he didn't even get on the field. Oh, yeah, and they still – I hate
0: that. Yeah, no, we, we've talked about this. There was footage of – I believe it was a Hawthorne kid in round one. Connor still got Downey. Gatorade.
2: I know. Paul Connor. Like, <laughs> Mate, you didn't actually play the game.
0: Yeah. It's
2: this, awkward, isn't it?
0: This is what they should do with uh, Mark Murphy at Carlton. Just like if he's too injured to get to the 300, <laughs> oh. just put him as a medical sub there.
2: A couple of times couple and then hope times. for the best. Yeah. <laughs> No one get injured. You're not, allowed, and if you do, you're not allowed to come off. Like someone's broken their leg, stay on. <laughs> Taylor Walker,
0: sorry, mate. Oh, my neck hurts. Get out there.
2: <laughs> get out there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what? What are your? We should uh, wrap this up. You were uh, uh, brilliant. What? What? A? Uh, who are you thinking for grand final? Let's make some proper predictions. Some bold predictions. Bold predictions. Oh, of look,
2: I probably had Brisbane Geelong as my grand final probably nice. about six weeks ago, and. Uh, I'm going to stick with it.
0: Geelong, Ooh. Brisbane.
2: Yeah. Nice. I am. I'm going to stick with it. But the dogs and the Ds are making compelling cases, yeah. so they're the only two.
0: Are the Ds? They're three and three in the last six.
2: Oh, They'll get their mojo back. They just need to work out what they're doing with it. Not that. if you ask Melbourne fans. <laughs> no, I know they're so pessimistic. <laughs> it's it's kind of cute at the same time, but they shouldn't go to the snow just yet. Just no. hang tight. Yep. You've got Port Adelaide on Thursday night at oh, Adelaide yeah. Oval, so
0: When you I mean you work for AFL, when's the fixture coming out? I need to plan my weekend. I would
2: love to know. If that's the thing, you like I can't make plans to go out just yeah. in case I miss a good game of footy. Like what is going on? We only know Thursday night at this stage, so yep. you'll have to stay tuned to uh, but AFL.com.au and the, the AFL, AFL live app for all of your fixture news. <laughs> Shameless plug.
0: No, I just, well, you know. It, it, is, it, is there a conflict of interest of all of journalists working for the AFL? Like, you can, It's not like you can criticise the lead. You can't really say, oh, it's taken a bit long. We're getting frustrated. Or do you just yeah. have to say it's it's good?
2: There's, yeah, you, you've got to be really positive. No, look, we, we are able to criticise. It's just in a certain way. Like, we obviously can't go as hard as as the Herald Sun. You've yeah. got, there's, there's limits. But, you know, we are... Trying to be as neutral as we can. <laughs>
0: it's good journalistic integrity. Well, we're going to get you back, I think, if we can try and get you a regular on this pod. That would be absolutely brilliant. I'd love to. Brilliant. Uh, uh, thank you and, and uh, good luck to the Hawks for the rest of the year. I hope you win all your games. You don't mean that. No, I want you to win all your games. <laughs> oh, no. So you got a worse draft pick.
2: Get stuff, Danny. <laughs>